0: Praise God, it is our delight, our privilege, and our honor to come and share God's word with you. Even as I speak, the rain is falling. Beautiful, beautiful. I I want to do something that I haven't done, and I was just saying to Ian, we close on to 50 videos, amen, and that includes um, Ian's video on his testimony. We're on on to 50, I think, today perhaps, Ian, eh? isn't that wonderful? God has been gracious. You know, it's so true how that God delights to use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. But I've learned one thing about that scripture, Ian. God delights to use the foolish things of the world, but we don't remain fools. We we become wise unto salvation. But I want to do something I haven't done. And um, (laughs) be gracious with me. Amen. I want to sing before I minister God's word this morning. Someone did tell me I should sing tenor. And then they said ten or twelve miles away. And after hearing me sing, the one guy said, Hey, Joe, you can go far with your voice, the further the better. But nevertheless, I want to do it as unto the Lord. Amen. You should hear me sing. <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows? Well, maybe one of the days, Ian, we'll do a duet. Hey? Praise God! (laughs) Amen. But um, as much as I'm making a joke of it, I'm very sincere. I love worshipping the Lord like you good people. And um, it's good to sing unto the Lord. Amen. Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! lift out the most important part Jesus Jesus Jesus, 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 Amen. I wasn't going to say that, but Jesus is important. I was going to say, thing this, I think everyone knows this one. Everyone knows the tune. Yeah, come on. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound they say, a rich like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but. Amen. We'd be at it. <laughs> now you know why we can go far. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Our next topic that we're going to speak on is the priest of the home. Let me say this that in our modern day church society, there are many who emphasize the teaching of the priest in the home. Well, as far as I am concerned, I don't find the teaching scriptural. I don't find it scriptural. I don't find that it has a good basis as such. There are, or rather there is a scripture in the Old Testament that we will deal later with that speaks of a priest in the home but it has to be placed in its context now even before we endeavor to explain whether there are priests as such in the home or there are not priests in the home it is essential that we understand the role of the priest now first and foremost Jesus Christ had a threefold ministry, which I touched on in the series on the baptism into the spirit. He had a threefold office, and that as prophet, priest, and king, a threefold cord that could not be broken. And the duties of a priest was that the priest represent the people to God. Whereas the prophet represented God to the people, it was the priest that represented the people to God. Although the prophet portrayed and conveyed the mind of God, the priest, rather, portrayed and conveyed the heart of God. The prophet... Deals with that which God is saying as such to the church. Whereas the priesthood shows the heart, the care, the empathy that God has for his people. The priest doesn't express the mind of God, rather, the priest expresses the heart of God, the love of God. The prophet expresses the way of God, the direction that God gives to his church, whereas the priest speaks of the love of God. Now, Christ is a high priest. And when you study the role of a priest, it is always associated with sacrifice it's always offering up of and it is Christ who offered up himself as such on behalf of the church on the cross of Calvary when we consider the priesthood in the home and headship in the home there are poles apart We had spoken on previously a little bit on the headship in the home, but the priesthood clearly, when we study God's Word, does not speak of headship in the home. Uh, The headship of a husband, according to 1 Corinthians 11, and the priesthood are poles apart. in no way are interwoven and we need to ask ourselves where do we get this teaching that the husband is the priest of the home in other words he's in charge of everything as such let's go to the book of judges chapter 17. and discover discover the origin origin of priesthood in the home now i want to say something and it's very very important from cover to cover the word of god is inspired it is the mind of god the author of this word from cover to cover is none other than the Spirit of God. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Spirit of God. God inbreathed His Word into the heart and mind of the prophets and apostles of God. But, however, though that be true, you must understand that all what you read and study in the Bible, all of it is not inspired of God only say that again don't be taken aback i still have to complete what i'm saying all that we read in the bible is of god but all of what is in the bible is not inspired by god it's not motivated by god and what i am simply saying is this there are actions of certain people recordings of certain actions of people history of certain nations that are not inspired by God. However, the record of those events and actions, they are inspired. So sometimes what certain people do, God doesn't expect us to do likewise. The action is not inspired, but the record of the action is inspired. Remember that. It's important. Now, let us now discover how that this teaching has infiltrated the church. And it's not of God, this teaching. Uh, Judges chapter 17, verse 5. And the man Micah had a house of gods and made an ephod and a teraphim, and consecrated one of his sons who became his priest. I want to read it again. And the man Micah had an house of gods, and made an ephod, and teraphim, and consecrated one of his sons, who became his priest. I want to read it again for the third time, because it's vital, it's important. And the man Micah had an house of gods, and made an ephod, and teraphim, and consecrated one of his sons, who became his priest you know when you study the word of god the word of god in the old testament says yeah o israel that the lord our god is one god we know as we study the word of the lord that the doctrine of the trinity is no doubt embedded in the old testament the very opening statement of the Bible, in the beginning, God, should have been plural. In the beginning, God's Father, Son, and Spirit. God said, Let us create man in our image and our likeness. It says, Let us go down. So, no doubt, the doctrine of the triune God is embedded in In the old testament, but we must be honest enough to admit to admit it is not openly declared for the simple reason. For the simple reason, they were that is the Jewish nation were surrounded by nations that served multiple gods. And you must admit, those of you that know God's word truth comes progressively. Revelation never ever comes instantaneously. It comes progressively. And the doctrine of the Triune Godhead had come progressively as we further further see the revelations of God's Word. With that in mind, here was a man. He was not a Jew. He was not a Jew. And if he was a Jew, well, he was out of touch with God. But he had a house of gods. He had multiple gods, multiple gods. And what he done? He took his own initiative. Took one of his sons, put an influence upon him, dressed him up as a high, as a priest. And consecrated him as the priest of the home. God was not involved in it. The purpose of this young man becoming a priest was not to offer up sacrifice to Elohim, to Yahweh, to Adonai, to El Shaddai, to Jehovah. It was to offer up sacrifice to false gods. So what we must understand is this, the teaching of the priest in the home is not from the Jewish culture. It's more so from a man, whether he was a Jew or not, I'm not sure, but a man that worshiped multiple gods. You know, the priesthood always came from one family, from Aaron's family. No doubt, if you read the Word of God, Jesus Christ was not of that family. Jesus was of the tribe of Judah as such. But Jesus is a high priest. And the purpose of having a priest and a high priest was that sacrifice be offered up to Elohim, to Jehovah, to Adonai, El Shaddai, to God who is God alone. Amen? Now, There is headship in the house, like I said, and this headship, no doubt, like I said, is found with the husband. Nowhere in the scripture, and more so in the New Testament, that I find any emphasis or teaching towards having priests in the home. I'm not in any way saying <laughs> that the New Testament is above the, oh no, it's one word. It's one word of God. It's God's word. Amen. However, there's no scripture that enforces the teaching of there being priests in the home. What does the Bible say? How, how, how are we to react to all this? You see, my brethren, for too long we're confusing headship and that of the husband with the priesthood. Let's go to First Peter, amen, and see what the scripture has to say. First Peter. Amen. Bless the Lord, all oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless amen. the holy name. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 2. Now listen what the Word of God says, and we're dealing with priests. He also, as lively stones, are built up on an spiritual house, and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Let me read that again, and please, I must apologize I know that sometimes my words sounds <laughs> all muddled up and mixed up as well because um, I've got false teeth in Well, never mind. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, verse 5 again. You also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Now, let me briefly explain that. Right, You know that the Bible says we are a habitation of the Spirit. You know that the Bible says we are a temple of God. Who does that speak of? It speaks of the church. Now, this spiritual house that the Bible is speaking of is not a local house. It's not a house of a husband and a wife. Once again, it is the church. The church here is mentioned as a house. A house represents a family, the family of God. Amen? And it says there that we are not only built up as a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, but our our calling in the church is to offer up spiritual sacrifices unto God. Now, um, you know as well, and I need to explain it, there's no more sacrifices for sin. There's no more. It's a once and all for all sacrifice. But what the Bible is speaking of is representation which I will deal with later on. The Bible is speaking here of representation. Amen? Let's go further down, and let's go to verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, Understand this, that the church, the temple of God, the habitation of the Spirit, the spiritual house, is made up of both male and female. And the Bible says, There's neither male, there's neither female, there's neither Jew, there's neither Gentile. The middle wall of partition is broken down. And understand, this doesn't only just speak of Jew and Gentile. It speaks of the middle wall of female and male. We all become one. We all baptize into one body. We all are died into Jesus. We all are members of the body of Christ. And that in particular. Now, Let me read it again. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Amen. Both the man and the woman are priests in the body of Christ. They offer up sacrifices on behalf of the unsaved. They have a ministry of intercession. They have a ministry of prayer. Remember I said that The priesthood speaks of representation. The prophet speaks on behalf of God. He portrays the mind of God. He conveys the mind of God. He gives direction. But on the other hand, the priest represents and portrays the heart of God, the love of God, the mercy of God as such. He shows forth the care of God. Uh, uh, Time doesn't permit me, but I've done a teaching on it, and you can go look. Uh, 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 at this teaching in uh, the, the prophet priesthood uh, in the baptism into the spirit teaching. But you'll find that the priesthood had special clothing. And, and this this, this Mike had done something similar. He put on an ephod. He mimicked what was taking place in the, in, in the temple of God as such of the tabernacle. And this priest had special clothing. The ephod inscribed upon the ephod, the breastplate, were the 12 tribes of Israel, and the, the emblems of each tribe were there. Upon the shoulder pads also were, were inscribed the 12 tribes of Israel, six on this side, six on that side. In other words, when the priest stood before God, he God saw him as having the people of on his heart. He loved and cared for the people by representing the people to God, interceding on behalf of the people. He was their burden bearer by carrying the knaves on his shoulder pad. And you know when you are a burden bearer, what does it do? It weighs you down. It presses you down. And a true priest Because of the cares of other people, the problems, dilemmas, perplexities of other people, he's weighed down. He falls to his knees and he intercedes on behalf of the people. Now, in the marriage, there's headship through the husband. The husband is not the priest of the home. Neither is the wife of the priest of the home. They are both priests in their callings. When they are baptized into the spirit of God, they receive the mantle of a prophet, the mantle of a priest, and the mantle of a king. Amen? Read also Revelation chapter 1. You will discover that. We are a kingdom of priests and a kingdom of kings. So, in your own spiritual blessing from God, you are a priest. And let me say this. The priest speaks of representation. Your husband might be your head as such, but your husband doesn't represent you to God. You have access to God on your own. Amen? So there's no such thing as priest in the home. If we are to emulate as such, if we are to emulate what was recorded in the book of Judges, then what are we doing? We're doing something which was not right. What was being practiced there in the temple, in the tabernacle, was done by a God-ordained man, set aside by God. And what Micah done, he mimicked what was authentic, and he tried to copy it as such. Now, we are not copycats, amen? We don't do what the world does. We do what God does. We have our priest, amen? We have our high priest, but through him, we have his ministry as well. And all that we do, we represent a lost and a dying world to God, and we offer up sacrifices of intercession and prayer. I don't represent my wife. She has her own standing with God. My wife doesn't represent me. I have my own standing with God. Yes, we belong to one body. But just as she's baptized, so am I baptized. Amen. Now, we are a royal priesthood. Amen. So I trust that you understand that the ultimate role of a priest is to offer up sacrifice it's a life of prayer a life of cutting yourself off and being alone with god that you might represent the people to god you are a royal priesthood amen now i close with this i want to spell the word priest p-r-i-e-s-t spells priest And just as much as a priest, as the husband you're called to pray for your wife and your family, offer up sacrifices. Sometimes it might be the best game, rugby game, that's on Saturday TV. It might just be the Springboks playing the All Blacks. Who knows? God is calling you for a sacrifice. Switch it off. Tell your wife, darling, God has laid upon my heart a time of intercession for you and the family and myself. Amen? So, it's associated with sacrifice. Then, once again, P-R-I-E-S-T. Praying, righteous, intercessory, effectual supplications towards salvation. Amen. It's got nothing to do with it. It has to do with the ministry of intercession and prayer and of sacrifice. It's to do with prayer. You know, I'll close with this and I trust you understood me. As husbands and wives we ought to pray for each other and pray for the family. What keeps a family together is the family that prays together. I'll never forget as a little boy I was taught this in in school. A family that prays together stays together. And that's true. I believe it. So I leave you with this acronym. P-R-A-Y-E-R. Pray. Reveals almighty Yahweh's eternal righteousness. Pray as a priest for your husband. And God will do a wonder work in your husband. Pray for your wife. And God will do a wonder work in the life of your wife. Pray for each other, for your family. And God will do a wonder work. Amen. In your family. We all are priests. Every one of us. Amen. And therefore, if every one of us be a priest, then we can't in any way exalt the husband as the priest of the home. God bless you. God keep you. And I trust that this teaching has been a blessing. In a few moments time, we're going to do one more video. And that is the raising of the Christian family. God bless you. And may God's face shine upon you in Jesus name. Amen.